Welcome to the podcast, Appetite for Distortion, episode number 430. My name is Brando. Happy Thanksgiving to all who celebrate, because uh, chances are you're listening to this the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, this is going to be a fan obsession episode. Fan obsession. I haven't done a solo fan obsession in a while. Sometimes I, I combine it with a, a shorter interview that I do to give you a full episode, like those short eight minute, 10 minute interviews that I do, like one I have coming up with Dee Snyder soon. Uh, but I wanted to give these guys their own episode because they deserve it. Chris Passmore and his young son, Cooper, nine years old. That's right, his first Guns N' Roses concert. And you may, if you're not watching this on my YouTube channel, you may want to because they're gonna share visually some of their experience of being on stage cooper the nine-year-old going into axel's dressing room whoa this is going to be a really fun episode and if you want to take part in a future fan obsession episode please hit me up facebook twitter x uh instagram the afd show uh, at gmail.com and you can be on the next one but today it's all about chris and cooper I want to call you guys CNC Music Factory, but I don't know why, because both your names start with C. That's, I needed to say that to get that stupid joke out. Chris and Cooper Passmore, how are you guys doing? Good. Good, man. How are you? Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> well, I should say, welcome to the jungle. And where is your <laughs> your jungle right now? You're in Massachusetts. We are a bit north of Boston. That's right. Whereabouts? Because I told you off air, uh, I got my my on air start in Cape Cod for Pixie 103. That's where I got started. Right. Yeah, we're uh, we're north. We're just over the border in southern New Hampshire. So we did the uh, mass exodus out of the city during COVID. And uh, we're just about 45, 60 minutes from the city in southern New Hampshire, but not too far from the Cape. Okay. Because uh, I would visit Boston, the city, plenty of times. I have friends there. And, you know, I w- thought about living there at one point. But and, and I'm sorry, Cooper. I'm, I'm guessing I'm, I'm going to assume your your allegiances to your teams. I'm too much of a Yankee fan to live in Massachusetts. I I couldn't. Boo. <laughs> Thumbs down. Hey, I I can't say after 2004. I I can't say anything. So, the the, the curse of the Bambino is dead. So anyway. Thanks. Uh, I'm getting off on a tangent already. I'm excited to have you guys on today to talk about Guns N' Roses because there was an article in Loudwire that came out. But I should say first that I saw this because I want to make sure I give them credit because they're so kind to me on Facebook. It's a Facebook group, Guns N' Roses 2023 Tour Fans. And they've been done a, a great job of collecting, of allowing fans to share their stories. And if I understand correctly, uh, you shared on Reddit Sometimes I go on Reddit. Sometimes, whatever, I don't. It's You get lost in there too easily. That uh, you and your son, Cooper, and was this your, I think, your first concert ever or your first Guns N' Roses concert? 
first Guns N' Roses concert. Okay, so what was your... What was your... I had a whole bunch of concerts, like Greta Van Fleet, Metallica. The Metallica one was at a festival, so I saw a whole bunch more. And Tri-Siberian Orchestra. Tri-Siberian Orchestra, yeah. Oh, nice. Look at you. See, that's a good dad right there. And and one of the reasons why I'm excited, and and, uh, I, I hope to be just like your dad, because my son is going to be seven months in a couple weeks and too young too because when i saw guns N' roses this summer he was three months i figured that may not have been a good idea same thing with metallica didn't want to do it but when he was i think five months my wife took him to seattle to see dave matthews so dave matthews is his first concert i'll never be able to live that down i wanted his first concert <laughs> to be hard rock and he got dave you, you gotta train him early you gotta train him early you gotta get the lullaby music happening yeah put on some november rain a strange uh, or actually some companies <laughs> some companies even make baby lullaby music yeah. uh, covering popular artists and uh you know just flip that into uh, the uh, the bedtime routine and uh before you know it, they'll just be growing and blossoming into Guns fans. <laughs> Believe me, I'm, I'm trying that. I'm definitely trying that that now. So, GNR, you know, it's interesting because I, I wanted to catch them at Fenway Park. I've never been to Fenway Park. I'm actually afraid to go. Even, <laughs> even if I don't wear any Yankees. Remember, oh, you so should I, be. They'll smell you out. Don't know. Don't know. <laughs> that's exactly what I was about to say. They would just look at me like, that's a Yankee fan. Let's get him. But still, beautiful, just classic. Uh, you know, just it's like a, it's a, it's a monument. It's a history uh, as Fenway Park. So, I would love to see Guns N' Roses at a baseball stadium. They're yeah. not playing Yankee Stadium. They're not playing City Field. I have to go see them at a Giants, literally what we used to be Giant Stadium, MetLife. So that's where I got to see them. So I'm curious. I guess when you made the decision to go down to Florida to go see them. And even a smaller venue, the Hollywood Bowl. So you had a good show in your backyard, but you decided that both of you guys going to go. And I'm assuming mom approved of this, right? <laughs> mom was on board. It didn't take much convincing. So I saw Guns uh, a couple years ago at Fenway uh, when they had played. And, um, you know, I was lucky to be right in the real front row. Epic show. Great venue. Um, and this year they were playing in Boston, but we had uh, scheduled a vacation to Bermuda at that time. Mm. We were a little occupied. Okay. And so the next best place was back up in Saratoga. Uh, another small venue, I think it exceeds about five or 7,000 people indoors and the lawn holds about 20,000 people. But the, uh, the tickets just sold out real fast. I mean, the day they went on sale and I couldn't get my hand on some tickets. And, uh, of course, the resellers got a hold of them, you know, and it was just astronomical. And so I looked and said, well, where else? What, what's a small venue? Maybe we could fly somewhere. And um, the, the date of the Florida show happened to be on his ninth birthday. It was a small venue. And the ticket prices were at face value for the VIP packages. And I texted my wife and said, hey, I can go to SPAC and pay an arm and a leg or a little bit cheaper, I can, we can fly to Florida and go see a show. And she said, do it. If you want to do that for his birthday, let's do it. And uh, that's how we ended up headed towards Hollywood Bowl. Oh, that's that's incredible. I mean, what a birthday present. Was it a surprise? Well, how did you feel when you found out that you were not only going to see Guns N' Roses, but go to Florida to see them? Have you been to Florida before, like Disney World or anything? Yeah. Okay. 
so you were you were super like, excited were you surprised that you're like whoa I'm going to Florida well they didn't really surprise me but when I heard that I was going I wasn't me. <laughs> I was like really did you brag to, <laughs> did you brag to all your friends do your friends like Guns N' Roses too well they've never heard <laughs> <laughs> so when Cooper told me one time I said buddy you told your friends at school? So yeah, but they don't really even know what a concert is. Nobody's been to a concert before, and they don't even know Guns N' Roses. He said, but all the teachers thought it was really cool. That is super funny. <laughs> that is super funny. I mean, it's one thing to, look, uh, not everybody has to know Guns N' Roses. We had to teach that to our children, but to not even know what a concert is. My goodness. My and this guy was at uh, Metallica at Boston Calling, and he was on my shoulder facing 20,000 people starting a chant for Metallica before the show. He did the same thing as at the gun show, and this guy rocked, rocked out with his devil horns, and uh, he knows and he knows all the words. He knows the deep cut. He knows, um, you know, songs from every album. You know, it's not just a surface-level fan, so it's fun. It's fun to go to shows with him, and uh, music is art, and, uh, you know, the more art you can take into your life, What's wrong with that? Nah, that's that's beautiful. I mean, this is I'm I'm, I'm trying to live vicariously through you uh, to have this experience later on, and I love seeing these. I, I love it to, to see, you know, as these bands get older in age, you know, we all age, but then we're bringing in this new, you know, you're passing it down, you're bringing in the new fans. So I, I really love that. And so safe flight down there. Any uh, crazy issues? So were there any other Guns and Roses fans on there? A lot of Guns and Roses fans. Yeah, on the flight. Did you try to start singing uh, in the aisle? No. No. Okay. <laughs> There's, there was that. Re- sorry, there was a recent story about. I, heard, I saw a few people with Guns N' Roses shirts and other stuff. Are you like it's maybe your dad does the same thing? If you see somebody else driving the same car, you kind of point to each other, and be like, "Yeah." Do people come up to you and be like, "Yeah, Guns N' Roses, man"? They give you high fives. He, well, after the show, he was a little celebrity because we had all sorts of people coming up to us. They saw him get up on stage. We saw him get off stage, and uh, they weren't. Some people weren't sure what happened. Was he sick? What not? But uh, after the show, he was getting a lot of fist bumps, a lot of high fives, and you know, number one, people think it's cool to see a kid at a rock show. You know, number two, the experience he had, people were like. You know, touching him for good luck. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, let's get into that because I've had father and sons on, and we've just talked about the the, the, the Guns N' Roses concert experience. I've done plenty of those shows before, and hopefully, we'll continue to do them if they, whenever they go back on tour, maybe in a couple years, we'll see. But what made it crazy because you had the VIP experience, but then there was a management that saw your son. Take us through, because it's, it's, it's spelled out in your Reddit post and in Loudwire. What happened? Yeah, so it, it, it's a great, great circumstance of events. So we had flown down there and got in the night before the show around dinner time. And uh, we, we got to a hotel and decided to play some pool at the hotel before going out to, uh, to eat. And while playing pool, and Cooper had a note written to Axl Rose, just in the event that, uh, you know, who knows, right? And so he had written a thoughtful note to Axl Rose about being an inspiration and loving the lyrics and, uh, you know, so forth. And in fact, it was written on the back of uh, a lyric sheet. It's so easy. One of my favorite songs. 
Mm. And so we print out lyrics for Cooper to read and listen. So um, from Chinese democracy and you know, mutual illusions and appetite. And so, you know, so Coop could practice reading and learn the songs. And so he'd written a letter on the back of that, you know, and, uh, and we're at pool and, you know, we look up and I see a familiar face, you know, which is, um, you know, Vanessa Santos, who, um, or she, she runs a youth clothing line, you know, uh, uh, Young Roadie Clothing mm. uh, on Instagram. And we're familiar with that brand. And I've shared with Cooper sometimes because she has a daughter who's nine, um, who um, is on tour with the band and uh, is also promoting that clothing line. And so we're familiar a little bit. Sometimes I show Cooper on Instagram, hey, look, you know, this is a kid your age and she's in Rome. We were just in Rome. How cool is that? You know, and so forth. So we travel quite a bit and, and so to see some similarities and, you know, see a, a nine-year-old on a rock tour was yeah. cool. So I, I recognized Vanessa from, from that post. I said, hey, Coop, remember Natalia, that the girl that we see sometimes on social media, on Instagram, and that's her mom. You know, maybe maybe you can run up and, and take your letter to Axel and maybe, uh, maybe Vanessa can give it to him, you know? And so Cooper ran right up. I trailed behind and Vanessa was absolutely just so sweet. Uh, and talking with Cooper, she learned that it was his birthday mm. that day. And she said, oh my goodness, you know, I have a daughter also nine, you know, would you like to get together and, and play? <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe tomorrow at the show, we can bring you up on stage, would that be cool? And she was just so giving and so kind and genuine with Cooper to really, you know, give him a special moment. And um, so we exchanged contact information and, um, you know, the next morning I, I had texted Vanessa and, um, you know, from there kind of our, our day of magic started. So did you start out in the VIP section where it, it the, when the show started or so how did it? Yeah. So Cooper, wh- how did the show start for you? Like, where were you? Did you start out on stage? Did you, did you, were you singing well, it's so easy at the beginning? How did it, how did the show start for you? Well, at the beach, was it at the beach? So yeah, so so it kind of started in the morning, and we had uh, connected with with Vanessa, okay. and we met um, uh, her husband uh, Basha and their daughter Natalia at the beach, um, along with um, their other son, uh, their other child Alton, who who is four. Um, again, all on the Young Roadie Instagram. Check them out; awesome stuff. And we met them at the beach for a play date. And so Cooper spent about an hour swimming with Natalia and I was hanging out and chatting and just playing with the kids and, and just getting to know them and life on the road and just a little bit about them and sharing about us. And, and we just had a great, great time, great connection. And so we had to um, hightail it back to the venue mm-hmm. because we did have a VIP package. We had the patient's package, which was the early entry. Right. But... You know, Guns N' Roses fans are really dedicated. The people are lining up all night. And we got there first thing in the morning as well to check in and so forth. So we had to hustle back. And Cooper said, why Why are you running? I said, because we have to go wait in line. <laughs> it's a rush to go wait in line. <laughs> and um, on my way over there, I was nervous about our early entry because there's another package above us. And I was nervous about his ability to see while you're standing up in the pit. Uh-huh. And I kind of mentioned something to, to Vanessa, and then she had texted me and said, hey, you know, uh, we're going to take care of you, and um, we're going to elevate your package. And we're able to, um, you know, be among the first to enter the arena. Um, we had a uh, meet-and-greet Q&A session with uh, Guns N' Roses manager, which is super informative. 
and uh, we're able to you know, be the first ones and line up on the rail. And so uh, Cooper had, uh, well, we can share a video and kind of show you what, what happened at that point. Okay. Well, yeah, let's yeah. let's see that. Let's add some production value uh, <laughs> to this, which I, I appreciate. I mean, yeah, picture's worth a thousand words here. And so we are under the impression that, you know, maybe something special could happen, but, you know, if not, we're happy to be here. It's going to be a great show. Um, but, you know, we were very, very fortunate uh, by the generosity of, of Vanessa and her team to uh, help take care of Cooper. So I'll share our uh, experience here. We got to do the lounge, right? We're in the lounge having some small. Yep. Okay, it's sharing the video. Okay, I see you right in front of... Oh, that's cute. So here's us, and we made some great friends from England, Kavita, and um, I'm missing the daughter's name right now, blanking, um, but fantastic people. And as you know, when you're on the rail at concerts, you know, those around you are, are, are your, your, you know, your friends immediately, and these folks are absolutely fantastic. And uh, Cooper and I did have a chance to go into the lounge and hang out and have a little drink and a snack, which is great. And then the start of the whole event, and this is what really, you know, we were like, oh, we're in for a treat tonight. You're like right. Had a great time. So happy. So you got a big, big security guard coming over to you. Savannah just told me that at some point she's going to give me a signal, and they're going to pull the little fella up and they're going to put him up on the side. Okay, but just him. Right? Just him. Yes. Okay, I'll be right. I'll take him up. Yeah, bring him up and I'll bring him back to you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Look at that. So that was, that was Gio, uh, Axel's uh, main security guard, and, uh, you know, letting us know that uh, Beta will give him a sign. Uh, Beta is Axel's manager, and, uh, uh, you know, some might say as close as his mother. And, uh, you know, he said, I'll bring him up, but just him. Is that okay? And I was like, yes. <laughs> okay, sir. Did, did part, and, was part of you disappointed? Is it, is it not at all. Okay. All right. Not at all. I, I, I was, um, you know, Oh, Cooper's, he's like, ah, oh, I feel, he's like, dad's lying. Dad wanted to be up there too. <laughs> Cooper was, um, he did say to me, I missed you and what you could have done there. I said, buddy, I, I'm just so happy for you and to see him have the experience mm. is, uh, is, is all I needed, you know? Yeah, totally. I get that. Totally. And you're right in front of the horns for like night train. The, uh, that's God, just your seats are amazing. And just the fact that it got even better for Cooper is uh, is crazy. So what during what song did they pull you up? Did you get the cue? And I see well, you, you have it was Mr. Brownstone. Okay. Okay. And uh, we we have a video, but I'm uh, let's see. It looks like uh, I've lost it here, but I can try to find out while we're talking. But uh, describe their experience, Cooper. What happened when uh, they came over and picked you up? They came over, they picked me up over the railing, and everyone's like looking at me, and people are clapping. And then all the security guards are looking at me. And then they picked me up again, put me on stage, like on the border of the stage. Then I walked with Beta all the way up and behind the stage and then I go um, back down and I'm on the other side of the stage and then I sit down right next to Natalia and Basha and uh, Alton. Alton. Mm -hmm. 
And it was funny as he got lifted over, we heard later people came up and said, oh my goodness, I thought he was hurt or sick. I didn't know what was going on. And as you see him walking up on stage, Duff is playing right near him. He looks down and kind of follows and has a puzzled look on his face, right? Because nobody really understood. Why is this kid coming up on the Why time? Why is this random kid and, on stage? <laughs> and well, now you know I'm not random. <laughs> I had a great time. How did it sound? Was it uh, very loud? Was it louder on stage? Like what? What, what was the the sound like and the view well, like? We got special headphones. Okay. Which was a good thing. And if you like, you could turn the volume up or down so and you could hear Axel's voice a lot more clearly wow so he had what I, I've seen before on, on the side of the stage headphones and I, I assume there may be noise blocking noise canceling but in fact they were plugged in to the soundboard and so uh, on stage Cooper had the soundboard recording in his ears uh, while he was enjoying the show from the side yeah. one of our friends was an ear doctor and I had my your things in a little too far, so I had to take them out a little. Okay. Although I sadly did drop those, so whoever's there next might take them out. <laughs> oh wow! The fact that not only did you have the best seat in the house, you had the best ears in the house. You were able to to see it and, and hear more clearly than anyone else. Oh, that's that's beautiful. Other than Duff, anybody else look over to you and be like. Who's, who's that kid? Who's that guy? Who's Cooper? Uh, absolutely. And I'll, I'll show you this picture here, too, real quick. There's a picture of, of Flash, a close-up of his, his uh, guitar as he's playing in his signature pose. And if you notice in the background, you see Cooper with his red bandana, his headphones on, his yep. VIP laminate, and next to Natalia. And uh, I have to admit, as a father, as, as amazing as it was, it was very distracting to enjoy the show because every time I looked at Flash or another band member was on that side. You see just the kid that you think you knew. My, <laughs> my son is 10 feet behind him. And, uh, you know, do I look at my son? Do I look at Flash? I know I see my son every day, but that Flash <laughs> and, uh, you know, very tricky situation to figure out. <laughs> yeah. While I was up there, I got D. <gasps> Drumsticks. And they're black and they're great. Yeah, we can show. We've uh, got uh, Frank Ferrer, Ferrer, Thunderchucker Drumsticks, which is a, a lovely gift from Betta and her team. And we got these kicks. Ooh. Flash and Duck. Oh, very cool. And then, like I said before, we got this lemonade bottle from when we went up into Axel's restroom. And we went upstairs in an elevator up to where he stayed before the concert. So I got a drink because I was really thirsty, and it was his lemonade. <laughs> oh, it was. It was it, you didn't drink out of it, though. It was Axl Rose special lemonade. Okay. I, I, we have a. Sorry, we have the video here of Cooper's uh, journey to the stage, and uh, you, you'll see the band members look very puzzled here, <laughs> and. Uh, about a minute long here and, and happy to share it and uh this is when we knew it was real and it was happening okay all right buddy your turn 
Theo picks him up. Walking around the stage, going up the stairs, Brita got him. Steph is watching him as he goes, thinking, what is happening here? And Cooper just appears behind the jump set. I have no idea what's happening now. All I know is Axl Rose is singing Mr. Brownstone, 15 feet in front of me. <laughs> So funny. Like you said, oh my god, Chris, it's like you said, what do you pay attention to? It's, it's very difficult. And now I'm watching Cooper on side stage at okay. that dressing room with two, Meta. Two stage left, now stage right, okay. Ducking down beneath some fans. Not like wind fans, not fan fans. Again, I, I have to give props to Betta and Vanessa, uh, you know, and, and Tom as well, Basha, uh, Alta, Natalia. Uh, their hospitality, their their generosity um, was really special. And, um, you know, Vanessa was communicating with me via text throughout the night. And uh, Vanessa is in Axel's uh, change room on the side, right? She's, uh, and it's, uh, you know, her role to... Um, provide whatever services are needed, I suppose. But um, so she was right next to Cooper and I had a lot of sight to her and uh, you know, she, she was keeping me in tune. And in fact, she said, uh, is he okay up here? You know, maybe just a couple of songs. I said, whatever he wants to do, it is your call, his call. <laughs> <laughs> what did uh, Cooper, what did Axel's dressing room look like? Can you describe it? Well, there was like his golden shirt on one side. I only got a teensy glimpse of it because I walked in and then I walked out the other side. And there was, I think, like a bottle of water there. And, like, the, what's his name? Tom, the manager. Mm-hmm. He was, I think, outside. He saw a lot of change of clothes and a light with a mirror, right? Okay. Very cool. Lights around the mirror. Oh, okay. I, I, that's like a famous thing. That was in, like, the User Illusion tour book the axel rose mirror with the lights around it was there any oxygen yeah. mask because he used to do that too any oxygen <laughs> not sure i don't think he was prepared for this and neither was i i'll i'll show you uh, uh this video clip as well and um this is a quick video where uh just showing where cooper was in relation to axel's changing area uh and um you know vanessa uh, in the scene as well and um, and then we'll see the video of Cooper actually going in, which blew my mind. All right. Cooper's right there next to Axel, just phenomenal. And in this clip, I'm thinking to myself, why is he going into Axel's dressing room? What is happening? What's going on? And he's entering and he disappears. And I'm just stunned. <laughs> and Axel just sounds phenomenal. And there was a time. I think we're just enjoying the song as fans now, right? <laughs> <laughs> we are. We're just fanning out. 
And uh, shortly after this, uh, Vanessa had texted me and, and she said, hey, he's um, just going for a drink. Is that okay? Does he have any, any allergies? I said, no allergies. He prefers Bud Light, but anything is fine. Bud Light? I'm not old enough for it. That's the right. That's a right answer right there. A smart man. Did you did you expect it? Did you think uh, what was uh, what a rock star's backstage was going to look like? Did you expect there to be lots of beers and girls and what did you or no? <laughs> there is no one. What what did you see? What was a really cool de- edible decoration is off? An edible a de- cake. Ooh, a cake. There's a cake for after a Guns and Roses cake. Natalia said that if I stayed long enough, then I could have a piece of the cake. But this guy here said no. <laughs> what? Security kicked us out after the show. Um, a, a really cool cake with all the uh, um, kind of the appetite uh, theme with the heads uh, made out and an edible arrangement type of deal. And uh, he came back and was very excited about what he saw back there. Oh, that's that's cool. And I think that's okay, Cooper. If you just if you just missed out on the cake, it sounds like you had a great time. <laughs> everything else is great. Uh, do you have a favorite moment? Of everything you did, because the whole experience sounds wonderful. Was there anything else that's that's more special than anything else? Well, I like hearing Como and Paradise City because I played them on the bass, and hearing Duff play them, it was a lot cooler than me playing them on the bass. Because <laughs> one, I'm not as good as him, and two, I just started, but I'm, I've been practicing them, and I've been doing a good job. Okay, so Cooper, you, you play bass. Yeah. Very cool. How did you start to play bass? Does your dad play bass? Daddy plays guitar. If you, there's an electric guitar right there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Ollie plays drums. My little brother is currently at drum practice. Um, two days ago on Monday, I had bass practice. Um... But, yeah, we just thought getting a little band together would be nice. Our band is called The Raging Snakes. Your band is called The Raging Snakes? Yeah. I like that. Our band. I like that. Let me know when you get your first CD out. You guys will come on the podcast. Brilliant. Hold you to that. Um, One of Cooper's, uh, I'll remind him, and then we have a company video as well, one of his favorite memories had a couple of close interactions with the band members. Do you want to? Oh, yeah. So when I was coming off the, like going back to you, Dad, I was just walking behind the stage and out. And then Axel comes running backwards. He almost bumps into me. <laughs> and then he was running back forward. So we go. And then I noticed his duck is right in front of us. So then um, we wait till duck moves. And then duck watches us go back. And then um, I go back behind the bar. And then that's when I see duck feel like cool. <laughs> and he, we think he said cool. Yeah, he said that's cool to you. Yeah. And uh, the other one was. Miles. And then the other one was when Slash came over to me when I was sitting 
he played his Michael Jackson guitar, the red one, to me, like right up close to me, smiled, winked, mm-hmm. and he was playing really well. Yeah. Oh, okay. Very cool. Hold on. I'm going to introduce you to, to my son. He can't play bass yet. He can just play with himself. <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, there he is. This oh, is, hey, big man. This is Harrison Rex. Hey, he's getting a long hair. He's going to rock it out. Look at that smile. Yeah, he can have a mohawk if he wants to. Yeah. Yeah. So, so too young for Guns N' Roses just yet. Just yeah, but I hope he grows up to be as cool as you, Cooper, because that's uh, that's that's pretty awesome. That entire. What color eyes does he have? Um, blue. He's blue eyes, right? I have blue eyes too. Okay. All right. So maybe uh, he's your long lost brother. Maybe we got to talk to. (laughs) Um, very cool. We'll we'll show you this short clip if you don't mind, and and this is something uh, Vanessa has sent over. So this is a sort of behind the scenes look at Cooper with Natalia. Uh, with a view of the crowd and the side stage, and then afterwards we'll see uh, uh, Splash playing his guitar towards Cooper, which is a cool little moment. Is he doing the Macarena? Look at that picture of you, Cooper. Side. Cooper knows this guitar from the Michael Jackson. Oh, did you guys freeze? I thought my, I thought Baby Brownstone smacked something. I was like, "Jeez, you you, you yeah. broke something already." Um, I was saying, what's that, buddy? He was joking, bud. Oh, I call him. His nickname is Baby Brownstone. <laughs> <laughs> but his real name is Harrison, after George. That's a great name. Yeah, so I don't know if you're named after Alice Cooper. <laughs> nope. Nope, no. No, I just knew Cooper growing up, who's a real cool kid, and the name stuck with me. Gotcha, gotcha. Very cool. Well, um, I mean, I will wrap up soon because I don't know how long this guy's going to go without crying. Uh, Cooper, let me ask you, what is your favorite Guns N' Roses song ever? I really like It's So Easy because, one, it was the first one I ever listened to, and it really got me into Guns N' Roses. Even with the cursing? I, we have to watch the curses around this guy now. We have to learn. <laughs> yeah, even with the curse. He is currently eating the microphone. Can you see how it's good? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's practicing his DJ skills. That's right. Yeah. You know, we have a rule we have a rule in our house that that, that the boys are allowed to uh, use curse words in the bathroom in the bathroom only. And so they may let it roll off their tongue, get out of their system when they're in the bathroom. We don't use derogatory terms, we don't hurt people feelings but if they want to explore the language they're welcome to so he appreciates lasting guns and roses while he's uh, brushing his teeth or in the shower on a volume 10 alexa potty words literally potty words i love that literally potty words okay oh very very cool is, is he going off to get something right now cooper I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> That's okay. Um, Kids are unpredictable. My my guy's eating and smacking the microphone. He, oh, he's coming okay, back. Right. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, we got another guy. Who's this? Is this Cooper too? Uh, 
Uh, Ollie doesn't have a, um, a headphone, on, but this is Oliver. Oliver. He's our drummer. He's seven. He's been playing drums for about a year and a half, a year or so. Anything you want to say, bud? Uh, no. I <laughs> All right. See ya. <laughs> good looking family. Couple good, uh, good looking blonde boys. Can you Appreciate relax, it. buddy? <laughs> Couple good looking blonde boys. Very cool. Um, it's, all, ask, it's all my, my wife's credit. <laughs> favorite piece of, and I'll ask this both to you, Chris and Cooper. P- favorite piece of Guns N' Roses memorabilia. Mm. So something you have. Maybe, I guess, something you got from the show. Is it the orange juice? <laughs> yep, the lemonade. The lemonade, yeah. that's what I mean. <laughs> Axel's lemonade that says Axel on it. That's. We should also give a shout out to, to the warning who opened it for guns, did a fantastic job, great band, and um, they uh, spotted Cooper and gave him a, a signed set list, which is a, a nice uh, a nice souvenir too. Oh, very I cool. also really like the Mm-hmm. And the drumstick. Oh, does your brother want it? <laughs> he's not letting me talk anymore. Does your brother want the drumstick since he's the drummer? He does, but Daddy won't let. <laughs> he doesn't want Ollie to get these drumsticks. Really. I get it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair, fair enough. Well, Cooper and Chris, I. I really liked meeting you both today. Thank you for sharing your story, and I couldn't be happier for both of you to have had that experience. You know, just very cool. Uh, you know what? It was uh, absolutely magical. We are very grateful. We recognize how fortunate, lucky, and unique the situation is. And, uh, you know, not a day goes by where I don't think it passes our minds, you know? And, um,. On the closing here, if, uh, if you'd like, we can kind of end with uh, this Night Train video with Cooper walking off stage, and that might be appropriate as we uh, get off the mic here as well. <laughs> sure. And I currently, I just gave uh, Baby Brownstone my old Swamp Thing toy to, to chew on. Pokemon? <laughs> uh, Paul, he's not into Pokemon yet. I play Pokemon Go, though. You know, on top of uh, Cooper's experience, to be this close in a small, private, intimate venue, and a great show, great performance, um, it, it was just brilliant, 10 out of 10 all the way around. In a moment here, you'll see uh, Axel get pretty close to Cooper, before Cooper takes stuff out of the way, so he can come off stage. A little bit of spotlight on Cooper here as he's trying to get off stage. Yeah, my man is for this. Geo bringing him back safe and sound. Complete with Cooper's red headband. Lemonade bottle, drumsticks, and all the swag and sticks and gear. Then we see Doc. Oh, no, we didn't get that in this video, buddy. But uh. too cool, you know, because um, you know, and we're not going to go down this road. But uh, management can get a lot of flack for a variety of reasons. But I love this example of just good things, you know, that can happen and what they do for the fan base because. 
not everybody knows. I've never met them. I've never have had any really interaction with them. But this is a, a real life thing that was not planned just out of the kindness of their hearts and they gave uh, both you and, and Cooper memories for a lifetime so just absolutely uh, incredible absolutely we're uh, forever grateful fortunate and uh, you know again it doesn't go over our head you know how, uh, how lucky and special this uh, experience was yes this guy can't wait he's already he's chewing the, he's acting like uh, Gigi Allen over here just uh, well hopefully he doesn't crap on me soon uh, <laughs> if, if you got any bats around you know you can nickname him Ozzy that's true <laughs> biting those bats <laughs> good boy I hope they're fake bats yes we were not, I, not I have no one. I have no plans to give my son a live bat don't worry <laughs> well, well before, hey th thanks for the opportunity to let us share our story and experience and uh, you know the goodness goodness that uh, is in the Guns N' Roses camp and uh, you know th thanks very much for having us you got it buddy because he's about to unplug everything this is, he's going to be the best or worst co-host of all time either way I love him either way. Yeah. so that does it for this episode of Appetite for Distortion when will you see the next one well in the words of Axel Rose concerning Chinese democracy that's not the words I don't know if soon is the word but you'll see it security, I'm going home.